Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Coin Empire. Mel and I are here with Wes and Wes from Empire Gold and Silver to talk about all things coins. Uh, it's been a minute, but we're back, so better late than never. How are things going? How is the, uh, you guys got your ear to the ground more than we do, so what are uh, what are people saying? Yeah, I mean a lot's happened since uh, last time we got together. For sure. Uh, it was towards the end of last year, but uh, it's been kind of a wild ride really because uh you know, towards the end of the year, it, it tends to slow down, generally. Sure. Uh, and I would say it did slow down a little bit, but after we uh, we hit the new year, it's like, man, it was a rush. Just everybody wanting to buy and sell and just kind of continue the same trend that's been going on the last couple of years. So it's we, uh, been busy. I feel like normally, just I say retail in general is like pretty slow in January, but, um, and I think January is normally pretty slow for us, but was it you think it picked up like after that like it was a little bit of slowness or not not really yeah i mean christmas maybe like christmas and maybe like the first week of january but i mean it has been pretty brisk i mean surprisingly i think i even mentioned something about it during the time i was like you know we're usually slow gosh it was just non-stop no breaks yeah no break are dealers like are are you guys like nervous or stressed or like you just feeling good as far as like the future um is concerned I mean, I guess ever since like all these inflation reports came out and everything, everybody's just like pulling their money out. And since the banking crisis and all this, everybody's pulling every bit of their money out and flocking to gold and silver. Yeah. So I, I think most people are not feeling good about it, but you yeah. know, we're feeling pretty good about it because yeah. we have the stuff that people want. Yes. So, yeah. You know. No, for sure. Yeah. We. I mean, I guess we have good job security right now. Which so is those nice. those people that buy the gold and silver, do you find that they care at all like about what type or they just say i just want an ounce of gold i don't care if it's raw i don't care if it's graded i don't care which one it is yeah i mean i would say it's, it's a little bit of both um yeah. you know so it's a lot of first-time buyers i would say that are coming into the market now uh, a lot of these people really they have no clue they just heard that they need to buy some gold and silver and uh we needed to, to help them so we just we kind of direct them give them the best advice we can uh, you know, some of them kind of have an idea, but most of them are just green. They just, they have no clue. So, well, what's something that you would suggest to them if they're a first time person? I mean, do a little bit of research. <clears throat> Don't believe everything you see on YouTube or listen to on YouTube <laughs> or TikTok yeah. or TikTok. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, 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 to do research, but again, it's kind of like, where do you go to do that research? How do you know you're getting good information? So, um, you know, we try to guide guide them as much as we can and give them resources, um, you know, especially if they're like first time. So, uh, like for instance, people who are wanting to buy silver for the first time, you know, they have no idea. We have all these products sitting in the case, and they're like, "What's this? What's that? What's this?" And so we will usually take time with them and kind of explain everything. Uh, generally, we always recommend people to buy what we, the lowest premium item they can, so you get the most bang for your buck. Um, and if, at the end of the day, they feel good about it because they think they're getting the most for for their money but usually the longer in my experience the longer that they come in and they buy and they, you know they're asking questions they usually figure out what it is that they like it's just kind of like getting the experience uh once you've done it a few times so. mm-hmm. yeah and what would you categorize as a premium product mm, probably the highest premium stuff is anything u.s minted <clears throat> Cause that's the most sought after so usually carries the highest premium and then like 
foreign gold and like Canadian maples and silver silver and gold and all that is like kind of the mid-range stuff. That's what we've been selling a lot of because a lot of people are kind of on the fence. They don't want to buy the highest premium product, but they don't want just like a solid, just one ounce of gold or one ounce of silver. Like So they're like, well, what's something in the middle? So we recommend like Canadian silver maples or uh, Krugerrands or uh, something like that. And they, uh, they go with that because they're not paying all the money, but they'll get... A little extra when they go to sell it. <laughs> yeah, it's like getting getting the most you can for with what you have, but not yeah. you know, yeah. you're not getting the most expensive one. So yeah. I think it's a psychological thing. So they're not co- they're not collecting. They're not looking for particular coins. They're just trying to get in and like, are they hoping it goes up in the future, or are they thinking I'm going to be using this as money in the future? I mean, it's, I'm sure it varies, yeah, it's, but little uh, column A, little column yeah, B, yeah. <laughs> I would say the majority of who we've dealt with here, you know, especially since the banking crisis, is more of uh, buying metals as a hedge, trying to get the money out of the bank, um, trying to uh, protect yourself against inflation. Now, there are the guys out there who um, they think they're going to be trading their silver yes, dimes for sure. a loaf of bread. I think we talked about that yes, before. Yeah. But uh, those seem to be fewer and fewer uh, nowadays. Like I said, a lot of it's just people who are scared about the, the financial situation and the economy. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, mostly that time. Do you guys have big personal collections that you guys are, like, hedging? Or do you guys have money in stocks? Or, like, do you, what's your kind of investment, I guess, strategy, like, personally? Dogecoin. Dogecoin. <laughs> I gave up on that, bro. <laughs> I gave up on that. Yeah, it's still work. It's still trying to get to the moon. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's a slow yeah. grind. Yeah. I just I mean, don't even look at it anymore. No, me neither. Yeah, no, no. Get it. It's, time, it's not time to look at it yet. No, so, no. Uh, You know, I think I, I own a little bit of everything. Uh, I would say I'm heavy in, like, metals, precious metals for sure. Um, but, again, I would I would never recommend somebody go 100% in to, like, precious metals or 100% in to stocks or, you know, CDs and stuff like that. I think it's good to be spread out. That way you kind of uh, mitigate your risk a little bit and diversify yeah diversify yeah yeah for sure i think that's you know smart don't put all your eggs in one basket because like we do obviously we do some real estate we do some of this i I do some stocks um i did some crypto but it was a mistake (laughs) up to this point (laughs) luckily i knew that it was play money so i was just like it wasn't it was my life savings or anything is everyone as far as dealers they're all just like feeling good because business is good or are they like, well, eventually business might slow down just because no one has money to buy stuff. I guess you have a few pessimistic dealers that are like, you got to make hay while the sun shines. It ain't always going to be this good. And like, we know that. Yeah. Like business is good right now. It's not always going to be good. Uh, but I mean, it's been good. Oh yeah. For oh, yeah. a few oh, yeah. years at least. Yeah. 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 Ever since the pandemic, everything's just been yeah. hot and heavy in metals, but <clears throat> we know it's eventually going to slow down, but I mean, people are buying it up right now. They're switching it over, getting all their money out of the bank. It's just, yeah. And so you would say like more new buyers than like previously or more people like spending more money or um, mostly new buyers right yeah, now? Yeah, a lot of new buyers. I mean, there's some of our old customers still yeah. buying. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it ranges. You know, somebody might come in and spend $500 and then we might have a guy who spends two or three hundred thousand dollars so it's it's really the whole spectrum of, of people and mm-hmm. different financial situations it's it's kind of wild really 
Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, that's interesting. And just like the inflation, you know, and, and not to get too conspiracy, but, you know, like whatever's reported, like that's not actually what it is. It's higher, right? So it's like people are hedging on gold and silver because it, in the past, has held its value a lot more, I guess, consistently than the dollar, especially like what we're going against now. Um, but to me, it's like, again, if you're, I guess you are expecting to use it as money in the future, which is just like a weird concept to me that you would, that, and not to say that it couldn't be a reality, but just like now I have these silver or I have gold and I'm, I'm bartering with this instead of using like regular money. But I guess that's probably yeah. what people thought when credit cards came out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, you know, we usually tell people uh, that have that same idea is that, you know, listen, my personal opinion, if it gets that bad, nobody's even going to want your silver. <clears throat> yep. They're going to want a can of beans and yep. some, and some bullets and, and whatever. So I think, I think the most likely scenario is, it's really just, you know, you're going to be trading your silver or gold for no. some sort of currency <laughs> to buy and sell with, whether it's a dollar or a yuan or whatever yes. it is that we were using. So. The whole, like, crypto, like, I know that's, that's it you know, was pushed, like, pretty hard, and everyone was, like, hot on it for, for a while, and then, like, that's kind of, I don't want to say gone away, but it's so bad right now, like, so low right now that people aren't, like, talking about it. But to me, it's like, if we're in a situation where bartering, like you said, becomes even, like, close to a thing, it's like, we probably won't have like a power grid at that point or we probably won't have. So like crypto will be like not on the board. Like yeah. your bank account won't be on the board. Like yeah. none of that will be on the board. It'll be like what you have physically Correct. that you can get to. Yeah. So I think like the crypto is like, if the world's in a great spot, maybe that would work. If the world's in a bad spot, I just feel like yeah. it, digital is not going to hit. It's got to be in a bad spot, but not so bad that you don't have electricity. Yes. No. You need <laughs> so. the power grid on. You need the power grid on. Yeah, for sure. But um, uh, back to when you're asking about, you know, how are dealers mood? What are they feeling? I would say most guys are, they're pretty, they're pretty thrilled. You know, it's sure. a lot of money flowing through our, our industry right now. So uh, a lot of guys making money. Uh, I think all in all, everybody's in a pretty good situation. Sure. That could change then, quick. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. And for you guys, like, do you just take like set salaries and you just get paid no matter what, like the business makes or what you bring in? Or do you like, do you work off of more like I guess commission based of like you sell a lot so then like, you make more or like how do you guys like do like payment for yourselves? Yeah, I mean it's mostly a salaried situation, but there's bonuses and stuff like sure. that too. Um you know you know, really the real bonus is you get to work at Empire Gold and Silver. So, so. yeah, so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> it's better than a real job. Oh yeah. That's our motto. I'm gonna start putting that on a business card. Yeah. Dude, that, better than a real job. That's a good that's, motto. That's a great motto for yeah. a business card. Yeah. We need yeah. we need to come up with a motto. I know. Do you guys have business cards? <laughs> oh yeah. We do. Yeah. They're shaped like a diamond. Wait, really? really? Literally really shaped like a diamond. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Shout out to my wife. She came up with it. I would never be smart enough. <laughs> that's awesome. That way Bro, you can't tuck it away in your wallet and forget about it. That's yeah. memorable. I yeah. forget what the, uh, yeah, that's smart. I forget what the book is, but there's a book that talks about um, basically like doing things that other people do really cheaply and doing them really expensively. Um, and he talks about business cards and like his business cards, I think they were like a couple bucks a piece to make. And, uh, and I forget if they were like wood or what they were, but they were like really idea. cool, huh. really unique, but you know, it's like $3 per card. Right. right. Yeah. And normally it's like, you, I don't know what they are, but they're like nothing, you know, there's pieces of paper. So it's like, you give someone that business card and they're like, Oh, 
Yeah. This is like titanium, or it's like yeah. it's thick and it's yeah. heavy, and you're like, oh, like who they is this person? You. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely memorable. We're not to that level. We have cheap business cards, but <laughs> the diamond shape that's smart. I mean, you guys just went to the show, the mm-hmm. Dalton show. Yep. How did that go? You guys seemed like you were really busy, really swamped. Yeah, barely had time to breathe. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's probably the busiest one. Gosh, it's been. It's probably been seven, eight years since we've been that busy at, at a show. Dang. Um, with people just selling us stuff, but you know, I mean, it was mostly metals and bullion and stuff like that, but yeah. even like the, the rare coin market was good. People are buying coins and selling coins. I mean, I think we're, it's, we're in a weird spot where people, there's people who have money and want to buy stuff and also people who are struggling or selling stuff. So it's stuff mm. coming and going. So it was, a, it was an excellent show. Yeah. yeah so was, what would you say the percentage of like, you know, you like walk around and maybe you kind of look at somebody's table, but you don't really kind of stop. What would you say the percentage of people who walk by your table actually end up sitting down and actually either buy something or sell something? Oof. Mm. Um, well, I would say, I don't know how many people, you know, I, I don't count like how many people stop by our table, yeah, but I would say, I would say probably between 60 to 70% of people who come to the table yeah. who walk up or and even speak to us, they're doing one or the other, you know. Um, general public less so than dealers that were sought out by the dealers most of the time yeah but we have a pretty good conversion rate yeah you know? we usually yeah. have a bunch of the shiny stuff in the showcases yeah. and it makes nice. them really stop yeah. and like wow yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's something too that i kind of noticed at the show is some of the cases i felt like you couldn't even see the items because they were so scratched yeah or they were just like mm. they just had poor lighting or it was just like oh. i was like you really need to uh, redo this yeah. no. presentation makes yeah. a huge difference and i mean as you know so we have the the newer the crystal clear showcases that you know have more space that you can see it lets more light in mm-hmm. and i can't tell you how many compliments we get on that because the old cases yeah, yeah. are kind of dark you know mm-hmm. there's no way to really sure. get light from coming in on the side right but uh i mean, i don't know what percentage of uh, we sell more now because of those cases, but it's it's definitely it's higher. Worth the investment. Yeah. yeah, definitely worth the investment. Yeah, I used sure. to I used to have a, a friend at Aldi that said uh, a well displayed a well displayed product is already halfway sold. So it's like oh, that's good. the yeah. presentation like really mm-hmm. matters. Yeah. Um, do you think? Well, I was going to ask. Do you ever like run out of product at a show, or do you when you buy product that you just like flip it around, and put it back in the case, or are you like that's like for like later. If yeah. it needs closer attention, we'll usually put it at the back. Or, yeah. But if it's just like bullion stuff, we usually just flip it and put it back out yeah. in the case. So. Yeah, and we do run out. I mean, yeah, most yeah. most shows we run out. Yeah. Something. It's a good problem to have. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. And how do you? Uh, we've kind of talked about this before, but do you have like particular items that are like staples that you always bring, or is it just like what's in the safe or what came through the store as far as like what you take? I guess it's kind of a mismatch. Yeah. Like we we bring whatever you know we bought recently, and but we always try to have you know like X amount of like ounces of gold and everything yeah. to to display because that's usually what people are looking for. So yeah. try to have a good bit of bit of each of that. And would you say do most of the dealers like do a lot of shows like you guys do, and you like know eighty plus percent of the dealers at the shows, or is it like different locations, different dealers kind of thing? Hmm. The same like twenty guys we probably <laughs> see yeah. more than anybody. Yeah. But There's guys who are like we call it on the circuit, okay, and we yeah. will literally do five shows in a row, and we'll see probably twenty of those guys at each show. So we're just yeah. literally following That's each so other good. to every every yeah. new venue to do business. <laughs> but you know, 
there's guys out on like the East Coast or in the Carolinas that you know we won't see over in like Alabama sure. or you know West Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So well, people. People don't really like fly, right? With well, do people fly to shows? Because I guess with the product, like that's kind of an issue. So people well, mostly for, drive, or for some of the bigger shows, they'll fly. Like yeah. like people on the West Coast, like to the fun show and stuff like that, they'll fly. And like and uh, currency dealers have it the easiest because yeah. they True. fit everything yeah. in one Pelican. Yeah, it's, <laughs> and it's super light. Yep. Yeah, well, and people like like Heritage or Stacks and Bowers who set up like in Florida. Uh, They'll they'll ship their stuff like the week before mm, with that's, Brinks, that's smart. and then they'll just fly out. Uh, I would say guys like us, we we don't because of what we deal in, we don't really fly because it gets too heavy. No, um, yeah. If we were sure. just going to buy or something, or just going to like that's true, sell like coin coins, then we would we would probably do more flying. But for what we do, we kind of have to drive, and plus West loves driving. So, so what do you think? Like the um, the big show, you know, everybody's got like. And the uh, what do they call it in sports? Like, like the Super Bowl of shows. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's definitely that's definitely the Florida show. Yeah, fun show. Yeah, uh, in January. Yeah, it's the. It's probably. I think it's the biggest, like as far as number of dealers, but it's also the best, in in my opinion. You know, they have A and A's all across the United States, Chicago, and then different, different cities, but consistently fun show. Yeah. You know, who doesn't want to go to Florida? Yeah, you could literally bring anything and you could sell it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And is like the public, the public's at that one as well. Yeah, yeah. The, the public's there, and then, you know, kind of like Florida is a retiree mm. area, sure. so people yeah, got money, bro. Yeah. People got money. Well, it's older people old yeah. collect coins. Yeah, mm-hmm. or they, you know, they moved down from the Northeast Corridor sure, or from wherever to Florida, and they bring all this stuff with them. So there's always a fresh like uh, collection coming in. You know, people mm, yeah. like coins are flowing out of Florida. <laughs> So, yeah. Okay. It's all that metal detector work. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you been to any of the um, A and A like, like uh, so in, in June I'm going to the summer seminar. Mm-hmm. Have you been to anything like that? I've not personally been to the summer seminar. I don't think the West mm-hmm. you haven't been. No, I've never been. Um, no. Not that I couldn't learn anything. I mean, I'm sure I could, but really, they should probably have me teaching a class out there. <laughs> I would agree. True. They didn't like my price. <laughs> no, but it's it's really good. It's a good resource, especially if you want to learn how to like do grading or counterfeit detection and stuff like that. They do a really good job. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're excited because it's in Colorado. And it, it's nice out there. So we're yeah. going out there for a week. That's awesome. Me and uh, two other people who work here. Yeah. So hopefully we learn a lot. Yeah, you, you will. Mm-hmm. I was, they have a class. It's called um like how, like something about like, doing business in the coin world or something like that yeah. and i was like maybe i should do that one then we saw somebody at the dalton show and he kind of explained what the class was like and i was like mm, that doesn't sound like something i should take because it's very like storefront yeah. focused yeah. and i and he was trying to tell me like yeah you really need some you're gonna have to have someone doing the bookkeeping and i was like okay well i already have that yeah, no kidding. Yeah. well you're gonna have to think about security okay well i already have that as a like coin shop 101 yeah yeah, yeah. well <laughs> yeah, you could just google I think that, already I think. Passed that. <laughs> like yeah <laughs> so i was like okay i think i should take something else yeah, yeah i agree counterfeit detection or you know something else yeah yeah for we, sure we talked yeah. a little off air earlier but um is we, we mentioned like counterfeit getting better but uh what are the normal like giveaways? I mean, I know I'm sure it's different, but as far as like just telling it's counterfeit like quickly. Well, Wes Turner, I mean, he can just flip a Morgan and tell you based on the sound. That's right. Um, 
You, you well, can you can tell a lot of them yeah. by just the sound. Yeah, because they make sure. them in a pop metal and stuff. Sounds like, different. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but usually it's just the details wrong, and like the more you've seen what a real one looks like, mm, when you get a fake true. one in front of you, it just it pops. Plus, they it's it's kind of funny. They all have this same look, no matter what coin it is, like a silver coin, whether it's a Morgan dollar or like it's a uh, a Chinese fat man dollar. They all have this weird look. And they mm. all look the same. The metal looks the same. It's kind of made to look antiqued or something. Mm. Uh, that's usually a pretty good giveaway. So it's like it's one of those things. Like it's hard to explain, but you know it when you see yeah. it. Yeah, and the, and if you and you flip, flip it in the air, you'll know. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like that. Just seems like it's so old school. But well, that's yeah. that's awesome. You can buy them too. But you don't buy them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So like we've seen some of like the Silver Eagle like counterfeits. They're awful. Yeah, they're real. God, bad. they're awful. <laughs> You're like this. This would not check out. My yeah. God, I saw one the other. No, it was a, I think it was a fifty dollar gold the other day, and uh, you, you could just tell it was fake. It was a fake slab and everything, but like Liberty's, yeah, like <laughs> Liberty's, like eyes were like just straight lines across, <laughs> and then her mouth too. I was like, it, this is like, like a meme a, coin. Yeah, it looks like a yeah. kid drew that or an like, emoji. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was awful. So, do you like, think like that person who brought it in, like they were duped, or they uh, were yeah. try, they were actually trying um, to pull one over on you? It was actually on one of the dealer networks, and like unfortunately, like the person who brought it in was an older lady who'd got taken for like uh, over fifty yeah. grand. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah, and it yeah. was in a, it was even in a fake slab, I think. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, in, in like a fake NGC slab. A fake NGC yeah. slab. Wow. Yeah. you gotta feel bad for those people. Oh yeah, yeah, that's rough. Wait, I mean, when they um, actually come in, they're like, "Huh? I thought this was real." Yeah, yeah and then it's it's like you seem like the bad guy. Yeah, like yeah. breaking the truth to them. Yeah, which is what rough is yeah. like being the bad guy, like saying, "I'm sorry, you know, this is this is not this is not real," and they just look at you like a, like deer in a headlight. Yeah, it's just well, like, yeah. well, what are you telling me? Like it's fake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry. we had one of those recently. The guy who oh, said yeah. we bought a bunch of one ounce gold bars at up in uh, Knoxville, yeah. hundred and how many was it? It's like seventy. It's like seventy 75, something. Seventy-five was, pieces. Was be seventy-five. And there were two in there that were right on top, and immediately I'm like, "Yo, these aren't good." And, and he, not, all of them were bad. And no, mm. just those two oh, were. Those two. those two were not good. Everything else was fine, but hmm. you know, he was resistant to believe me at first, and then you know, I showed him. We tested it in front of him, so he uh, he understood, but he still felt bad about. Four thousand dollar loss. Yeah, it sucks. And sometimes it's, with silver, you can tell with the packaging too. Like if they come in capsules. Mm, be leery because hmm. like sometimes like they come in with capsules and like they're just trying to hide the details mm. and everything and like you can you can just tell right away it's like oh these these are bad they don't yeah. like they don't weigh right and all this like but it's just like anything like in a capsule like one ounce silver like be leery suspect yeah, yeah. especially bars i don't know yeah, what bars, it is about man. bars but they're putting hmm. them in these rectangular capsules again i think it's to hide the fact that they're a little bit too thick but mm-hmm. Yeah, it's they always seem to be there in a capsule. <laughs> and like we say, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. <laughs> so true. It's, it's like some of these con artists are just too dedicated. Like yeah, like put that dedication into like some type of real job. Yeah, or yeah. or like some type of something. By the time you've made like this fake one ounce coin, you probably could have made a real one. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) like it just seems like such a waste of like high energy. Yeah, or or sell ten real ones and make some money. Yeah, right. So funny story. So I went to dinner with some friends. um, This was probably a couple years ago to like a nice dinner, 
and I was like about to pay and I found, I was like, oh, wow, I have a hundred dollar bill in my pocket. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So I paid and we leave and everything's fine. And I knew the manager at the restaurant and I was with Caroline. It was one of those times. Mm. And she, she texts me and she goes, did you pay with a fake hundred dollar bill? And I said, huh. no. And then I said, oh my God, I did. Because I forgot one of my friends had given me this fake hundred dollar bill that he found, but it had, but Benjamin Franklin had sunglasses on, and it looked it looked pretty legit except for the sunglasses. <laughs> so that's why it was in my pocket, and I was like, I didn't know I had this hundred dollar bill, and I was like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I would never actually try to buy something with a fake hundred dollar bill, especially somewhere where I knew someone who worked there. Oh my god, that's funny. So I went over there the next day, and I was like. I paid with a real, with real money, and but I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. They're gonna think I'm just like the biggest scumbag ever. <laughs> that's making my, that's making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I just remember you like you because you got you like traded them, you got the other one back, and right. so you're like, look what I did, because it was like totally like full, like triple fold. Yeah, it was yeah. folded in my and pocket. So it just you know like just like looks like like a cigarette or something, right. and it's just like. She's like, oh, yeah, I got this hundred. So you could just see like a partial bit of it. Right. And so she wow. just like used it. And then we got unfolded. And she's like, oh, my gosh. She's like, you won't believe what I just did. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yikes. Yeah. Y'all yeah. got any more of those? Franklin bro bucks. Bro bucks. Yeah, bro bucks. Out of town, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's like at a restaurant I like going to where I know the manager yeah. in my own town. That's not yeah. the time to use no. the counterfeit. You got to mm-hmm. save those. Nope. I remember the good old days back in the day where you could use like a what they call it, like a slug and like a, a quarter, you know, and a Coke machine or something like that. It's just like a blank, like planchet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. No, they're smart. Those days are long gone. Maybe <laughs> not that to one mention, Coke like, machine we have upstairs might take oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Not to mention, like, you can't get anything for a quarter anymore either, so. Oh, yeah, didn't too? When, like, when y'all used to be down here, y'all would, like, pay with, like, wooden nickels or whatever? Like? <laughs> oh, that wasn't me. That was before uh, my time. Oh, okay. That was Leah. Probably. No, but they used to, like, put, like, wooden nickels in it or something. <laughs> Get drinks out. Well, I remember people would like said, pull them off the sh- quarters off the shelves. Yeah. yeah, they would just steal the quarters off the shelves, and yeah. so my dad had to get rid of it. Yeah, that's all we can't. They put the silver yeah, quarters in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we can have nice things. It's not percent right. coming out of this coat machine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the next one.